I mean, he, I mean, he was throwing threats, man. Like, non-stop Gatling gun threats. The Cyber Chronicles, Season 1. Today's episode is titled, Simjacking. Yeah, I mean, usually I am the one who talks. Yeah, I mean, he said he was asking me, he was raping me, he was stealing everything I owned. Your phone is a grand central station for confirming your identity. You can show the DMV your confirmation of insurance on the screen of your mobile. You confirm attempted logins to corporate resources via an authenticator app on your phone. You receive text or PIN codes for password resets on your phone. Needless to say, if your phone landed in the hands of someone unscrupulous, it could be a disaster. What if your phone was in your hand but no longer viewed by the rest of the world as being yours? This nightmare is not imaginary. In fact, a Salt Lake City couple told the story of their recent experience to a journalist working for Vice. According to that reporter, Rachel and Adam Oslin were minding their own business one evening in September of 2017 when Rachel received a strange text and suddenly lost all connectivity to the cell network. Puzzled, Rachel logged into her email via computer and noticed that many of her passwords were being changed. Long minutes later, Adam answered his phone only to realize he was talking to one of the hackers behind the hijacking of Rachel's phone number. He told me, you know, he threatened other people in my family. It was not a great situation. I mean, well, me and my wife for sure, but then he just started naming names. I mean, how's that supposed to make me feel? That does not breed trust, man. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, like I said, usually I'm the one who does the talking because there's really no point in doing all of that. It's not personal. The Oslins had fallen victim to an increasingly common scam called simjacking or sim swapping. Cell phone providers call it a port-out scam. Unfortunately, Rachel was the owner of a highly sought-after, short-and-sweet Instagram handle, which hackers can sell for thousands of dollars. None of the security measures Rachel had taken to secure the several accounts compromised made any difference once the hackers seized control of her phone number. Your phone has become the skeleton key to your life, the confirmation of your identity for dozens of accounts. If you forgot the password to your personal email, how would Google, Microsoft, or Yahoo contact you? Whether via call, text, or email, it would almost certainly be via your phone. What if you forgot the password to your bank account? While it is good that an increasing number of organizations are moving to implement multi-factor authentication, the problem with using our phones as the central hub of confirmation is that they are remarkably vulnerable to compromise by external parties. In June of 2018, the largest consumer marketing database in the world was exposed online, containing records on 230 million consumers. To put that into perspective, there are 240 million adults in the United States. While the database did not contain social security or credit card numbers, it did have highly detailed information with entries on more than 400 variables, including address, phone number, religion, smoking status, number, age, and sex of children, 
preference for plus-sized clothing, cat or dog owner, etc. If that kind of information is available online, how difficult would it be for someone to impersonate you to a customer service rep over the phone? The technique behind simjacking is incredibly simple. The scammer calls customer service asking to port their number over to a new SIM card. Only a trivial social engineering effort is required to quote-unquote confirm their identity as you. And you suddenly lose access to the cell network and to your digital life. The mobile providers are aware of this trend but reluctant to provide statistics on its frequency, though at least one provider has informed its customers of an industry-wide threat. According to the Vice Reporter, Rachel and Adam called the police, who seemed puzzled and said there was nothing they could do. The Oslins did manage to get Rachel's number back by calling T-Mobile and were able to reset and regain control of all her accounts except for Instagram. Making SIM swapping more difficult than it seems to be worth is relatively simple and absolutely necessary in most cases. Call your cell phone provider and set an account PIN or password that must be provided verbally before any changes are made. Then never use that PIN or password anywhere else for anything else. In the case of T-Mobile, there are actually two different passcodes, one to prevent changes to your basic account information and one specifically to prevent the porting out of your number. Join us next time for Episode 2, Credible Credentials. <laughs>